I got to tell you guys about WGT Golf, the most popular golf game in the world. Plus, they're also the official gaming partner of DNVR. The DNVR community has had so much fun playing WGT that we had to open a third clubhouse. Each clubhouse holds 250 people. So if you don't want to feel left out anymore, you can download WGT and join the DNVR 3 clubhouse today by going to dnvrgolf.com. Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landeskog. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dunk two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. Two on home run. Trevor Story. Lock. End zone. Touchdown. Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. And today, some of you might notice that I've got my Broncos country beanie on. It's not beanie season quite yet, but I had to rock it as soon as we got it in. So, you know, cheers to it being Friday. Drink, 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 drink. No one drink. else has a beer? Oh, God. I, 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 I ran out. There's Ooh, been like eight, good. they keep having eight playoff games in a day for me. So it's hard to pace myself in the Brett <laughs> situation. That's really good. I like it. Come on. Let's get a full on Somalia description. Oh, uh, the pressure. Um, It has some orange tints to it. Okay. Um, oh, naturally. Yes, naturally. That makes sense. It is very <laughs> hoppy. Some blue tints to it as well. <laughs> it's very hoppy as uh, it is called. The Hoppy Pale Ale. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got for you. It is really good. I feel like um, Eric would describe this beer as crushable. Oh. Kind of like the Mile mm. High City one. So, I would cool. bet that Eric would not describe it as that because he's kind of soft. He can't really handle any beer with flavor. <laughs> no, Mile High City, he said, was crushable, and it has a similar kind of like undertones. I think. Okay. <laughs> Don't come at me, beer consumers. I'm not. You. No, I, I, I'm not there yet. Great. Beer Twitter, <laughs> go get Allie. No. Anyways, Ryan, let's start off. How about that Broncos win? The Broncos actually got a win. I mean, playing the parade <laughs> or what? There's, there's a team in the NFL who is worse than the Denver Broncos. Yes, we knew that coming in. We know that going out. The, the <laughs> New York Jets are an abomination oh of a football God. team. You so know, you, like when you think of NFL football teams, you just, at least I always think like, they can't be that bad. And then you watch <laughs> them play a game. And what was really the most illuminating for me is the penalties, 11 penalties on the Jets. I was trying like after the game when we were doing the post-game podcast, just trying to figure out like, how did the Broncos score 37 points without any defensive touchdowns, no special teams touchdowns, no nothing? And then I realized it's because the Jets had a penalty on damn near every drive that extended the, <laughs> extended the drive. And with, they had six personal fouls 
Like the Broncos had seven scoring drives. They had six personal fouls, most of them on one of those scoring drives. It's just like, okay, like all you have to do is go out there and they'll screw up to the point where you get into scoring position. And I mean, that was your key to the game. Broncos have to make less mistakes than the New York Jets. And they did that. Well, they maybe a lot of mistakes. because I said they can't turn the ball over <laughs> and they turned the ball over three times, three times. To, to, one, uh, to zero for the Jets. So that just shows you how bad the Jets are. If you win the turnover battle by three and lose a football game, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. But hey, forget how bad the Jets are. The Broncos now have 10 days to become a better football team than they were last night. And you know what? Any given Sunday, they play the New England Patriots. It seems grim. It seems like one and four is just waiting for them. But any given Sunday, you never know. That's incredible coach speak from our Ryan Cunningsburg. <laughs> incredible. Coach K on the tailgate just came yeah. out. Um, the, the last question I'm going to ask you, That's just so we can jump game. into the one-year anniversary talk, um, is – is Brett Rippon going to start next week against the Patriots, or is it going to be Blake Bortles? You know what? It's a it's a win win for me um, because I think they should start Brett Rippon, and I think if you start Brett Rippon and he goes and falls flat on his face, you can go to sleep at night. But if they start Blake Bortles and he goes out there and falls flat on his face, well, now I have a reason to criticize them for losing <laughs> to the Patriots, and I just like. If you win, you play. It, to me, it's like that simple at the mm-hmm. quarterback position. You just you don't take out a guy who just won the game. Uh, and if he loses the next one, now you go back to the drawing board. But you just you, you can't bench a guy who's been in this been on this team for multiple years now, who just went out and won his first ever start as an NFL quarterback for a guy who's been here for like ten days. I guess by then it'll be twenty days uh, on the football team, and you know, just isn't really part of it. I, but I think they might do it. Uh, you asked me, is he going to start? I actually don't know. I don't think so, maybe. Like, I think they might I really... don't think so, maybe. I, I... <laughs> Title of the show. I'm trying to put this in a way so I don't uh, get angry talking about it. But I think they might start Blake Bortles. Oh, when you've good. got the commanding resume that he has, I mean. Yes, he is Blake, the boat. Blake Bortles has uh, beaten the Patriots <laughs> twice before, right? I think sure. so. I have to. I have to get the numbers on that. Okay. Well, <laughs> the DMVR bar was okay. having a blast <laughs> um, yesterday, especially playing that thirsty Thursday night drinking game that um, we created. And so, you know, best place to just watch Broncos game or NFL Sunday is the DMVR bar. Don't forget to check us out here. Please, please call it by its correct name, Thirsty Night Football. I, I apologize. Thank oh. you. All right, guys, we are going to have yeah, a What special... did you call it? Thirsty Thursday? I said Thirsty yeah. Thursday Night Football. That sounds like something way different. Yeah. <laughs> also, the other name I was debating with was Blur's Day Night Football. Okay. Thirsty right. Night Football, it is. Yeah. Trademark yeah, it, yeah. write it down, make the shirt, sell it, put it on the do, locker. Do it Let's all. Yeah. Anyways, we have a special show for you guys. Of course, we had to start off with the core four on the one-year anniversary of DMVR. But I'm going to be bringing in a bunch of guests throughout the segments to kind of talk about everyone's favorite memories, funny moments that we've had during this long, long year of DNVR. So Henry Chisholm from DMVR Buffs is going to come on. Justin Michael from DNVR Rams. 
math magician Andre Simone is going to be on here. Rudo, there's no, there's no other name. Rudo from DNVR Avalanche, and then even Zach Stevens. We've got we've got a whole group of people coming in um, talking about their favorite memory. And if you have a favorite memory throughout this time, write it in the comments. Let's talk about it. Um, but let's start with. Can I please be on when Henry comes on? I have an anecdote <laughs> with Henry that I need to share. <laughs> oh yes, yes you can. Uh, let's start with Just Ryan. Came to me. What is uh, your favorite memory this last year? Uh, we've got the comments saying <laughs> Big Fangio's inflatable death. <laughs> wow, that was like one of the first ever episodes of, of this first... podcast. Yeah, and it made me be like, I don't know if I can do too many shows with Ryan. That was, that was my thought process after the inflatable desk became an idea. Oh, still, God. I mean, still. He needs it. Still. Yeah, I still think it should be uh, put into action. Man, I, I hate to take the easy one here because Harrison put it in the top of my mind, but I think the goatees, uh, I, re- I, I just remember it so fondly, not only because it was a hell of a time and we had everyone there and we're all laughing and having fun all night, but because I think it so perfectly illuminates how much we've grown in just nine months' time. Oh, uh, like, the goatees was so i don't know it was so great in its own special way but you look back on it now and it's just like oh my god that feels like an eternity ago just based on the sound quality and our our, our lack of space i mean we basically had we people were so squished yeah we're like sitting on the floor in the office uh and so i don't know every time i see a clip from that ali you pulled up some earlier this week um it just it uh, it just like it's like a nostalgic feeling. I feel like I'm going back to my childhood, even though it was nine months ago. <laughs> it really is crazy. Like, I feel like w- once we moved into the bar, we haven't been into that office, and that's where we spent like every week. Everyone came in, did videos with me, podcasts. Um, just came to watch the games, post game shows, and now it's been so long. And and I remember that when the goaties was happening, when movie night was happening, people were like, wait, we want to be there with you guys. Like you guys should have it at a bar. And that was when like slowly some talks had been happening about the bar and we're like, Oh, maybe next year, like it's possible. And, and like, look at where we are now. Look at where I'm filming. Um, next time we have the goaties, we'll be able to have a whole group of DNVR uh, members here hanging out and, and giving awards. <laughs> Look at how tight Henry's pants are. Yeah, we made comments. We about look that good. During the we show. look good in that. We do. We do. <laughs> we we were flossing. Oh goodness, that that is a really good one. It's crazy, and a lot of work went into that. And the reason the goatees ended up really happening was because of Drew Creaseman, who had who was really forcing and pushing and being like, "This is gonna be amazing," and it really was. So Drew, with that, we'll move on to you. Um, one, thanks for the great idea for movie night, movie week, and the goaties. But also, what is your favorite DNVR memory this past year? Well, I guess I'm not allowed to take those then. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, uh, thanks, guy. Thanks, RK. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, th- those were pretty great. Um, I'm trying to think of, well, I, even the, <laughs> and we just touched on it, Ali, like, but. Um, me doing the pod from the Walmart parking lot. And I'm not sure the chat said my Carmelo Anthony rant, but honestly, that could be one of like 10 moments. I'm not sure which. Every week. Yeah. 
Uh, was it the big one on the Nuggets one or, or yeah, something on here? But, yeah, uh, when we had that meeting at what would become the DNVR bar, um, that day I just remember being very memorable and, and um, having a sense that something special was going to happen, but not really knowing until we were there. And it had been a coincidence that I had, like, just been in that building a few months earlier and been like, man, this place is awesome. Um, and then to be like, yeah, it's basically going to become your new home and the new face of this thing you guys are doing in a place where you can go down and, and like that for me was a huge moment for us and just kind of sitting there and right. And then being able to go in. And I think particularly as somebody who's followed, you know, the Rockies my whole life, mainly as well as the other teams, but they're often not on TV and not on at the bar and in places, you know, I grew up on the Western slope where you can't just go find a great big sports bar with a hundred TVs where you can ask them to put one on, you know, the sports bar has got one TV. And if there's college football on your Rockies are not on television. And then I come out here to college and uh, you know, it's still the case that they're just not there. You have to ask for them to be put on, whether they're in the middle of a postseason run in 2007 or uh, 17 or 18 or not. And so to just, literally just to sit there as a sports fan and to be like, and it's a little more mine than everyone else's, but it really is our, it's our home. It's a place where you just walk in the door and you know, Rockies are going to be on. There's probably going to be Rockies fans there watching it. Whether again, I was blown away. Like near the end of the season, there was a mid afternoon game that they were out of it and they were losing seven to two to the Dodgers probably or something. And, you know, they made a little run. <laughs> scored a couple of runs and bar starts to light up a little bit. Hey, all right, here we go. Getting back into, and it just, I've never in my life had a place like that ever anywhere that I've lived a place where you can just go and you know, there are going to be people there who love the same things that you love. We're going to be into it. We want to talk to you about it. Um, and so realizing that and envisioning what it was going to become as we sat there on that day when Brandon was like, so this is our bar now. I, I just remember being ecstatic and my first thought being like, how many people can I tell? And, you know, <laughs> just, and then uh, Brandon was like, you can't tell anyone just yet. <laughs> I actually have a really creepy video from that day. I have to export it. I was, I was up here or I set my phone up here um, in this area and like put it so that I could record everyone's reaction. And it's funny because I feel like when Brandon said, like, we're getting a bar, it like everyone was like, wait, what? And so it wasn't like a whoa type of reaction. Everyone was like, are you serious? Oh, my God, this makes sense. Oh, my God. Like, there's so many people just like all these thoughts going on in our head. But it was I have I have to bring it up on my computer. But I have it's a little it's a little creepy. <laughs> I The best part, I, I just remember, like. Because I, I was one of the few that was in on it. And I just remember, like, surveying the room. And Henry's face was just hilarious. Like, he was so unbelievable. He just had the most perfect shocked face. Like, jaw dropped, just looking around, like, 
completely befuddled. It was hilarious. Yeah, well, like out of any everything that we could have been quote unquote getting, like a bar was probably near the bottom of the list. Like, oh yeah, oh we're getting a new employee. Oh, we're getting some new equipment. Uh, yeah, we're getting like a, a rebrand. But a bar was it was probably like one of the more least expected <laughs> things you could say at that moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've told the story before, but. Brandon, after he had the meeting with Mark Burzins, the owner of the bar, called me or actually messaged uh, uh, me and Adam and Eric and was like, you're never going to effing believe what I'm about to tell you. And, you know, Brandon says things like that a lot. And then he tells me me something that I 100% believe. Uh, So I was just like, I was like, all right, come on, spit it out. What do we got here? Uh, and like, he ends up calling me and telling me and I was like, "Uh, I actually don't believe it. Like, (laughs) congratulations. You had something that lived up to the hype. I'm literally going to need to see the paperwork before I believe that this is the real thing. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. And before we, we move on from me, I just want to say a couple of specifics I thought of from the things that we had mentioned before, um, uh, particularly movie week, the podcast that AJ and I did about the uh, best movie speeches of all time that uh, ended up going like almost two hours of us just talking about all the sports movies and the speeches and what they've meant to us. And then I, I spliced most of them into that podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, uh, you know, it's, it's an evergreen thing. Go back and find it. I'm sure it's easy enough to find, but. Uh, I just really actually re-listened to it, remembering that uh, a few days ago as we've been talking about, you know, the anniversary coming up. And I went back and listened to it. And I both very much enjoyed recording that and editing it and putting it together and, and then going back and, and listening to it because it does have all those moments from the movies. And, and just there's a lot about what sports mean to us in there that I think just sort of naturally flowed out. And that's that's one of my favorite podcasts I've ever recorded uh, single episodes of anything. It was a lot of fun. All the podcasts that came out from that were really fun. Yeah. They were interesting because so many different views on like sports movies and, and like what they mean to us and kind of how we interpret them and how they, they kind of like seep into our lives. Yeah. I think that's when we're always at our best is when we start talking about what, what things mean to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I can't find the video is 18 minutes long, so I can't <laughs> find the part. That sounds where... about how long it takes Brandon usually to deliver <laughs> the news to us <laughs> about literally anything over under 18 minutes. Oh, amazing! But oh, I do just, I do just want to show you guys like the shot that I had that I was like trying to. Um, record from um those are like there used to be curtains here and there used it used to not be glass so i was literally trying to record and make sure that everyone was like shown and everything but this was the day that brandon was just like oh we're we have meetings normally at different bars and so brandon's like oh we're just gonna meet at this bar so i think everyone if you thought about it you're like oh maybe this is a new partner or something um, mm-hmm. But definitely didn't think like, oh, he's about to tell us like this is our bar. Um, Side and- note, 
Just look how ugly those poles used to be. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> we really, I mean, I feel like maybe on the anniversary of us taking over the bar, we'll put together, I have so many clips of what this studio used to look like, what downstairs used to look like, and we really have taken it over and, and made something really cool. Also, going back to that shot, look how big our staff, like, remember when it was mostly just the yeah. five of us? <laughs> <laughs> right. Here, I'll show it again. Um, yeah, I mean, we've grown, even just this year, like, how many high, how many new hires have we gone from, from just being, like, seven or eight of us to, like, Adam, Mace, Brendan, Evan, like, uh, who else? Um, Guy, Kale, like all of these people joining in. Michaela. 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 It's yeah, crazy. The list goes on. It really does. All in this year. Like, what? Yeah. Um, all right, AJ. Are we no the only people. sports company that grew during a pandemic? Yes. There's Probably. two. And we're one of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, actually, Harrison, I want you to go next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> um, I mean, what always sticks out to me about our company and like my favorite thing about it is that we're never afraid to push the envelope when it comes to what sports coverage looks like in 2020, what a media company should look like in 2020. We're never afraid to innovate. We're never afraid to do stuff different and like, you know, movie week or the goaties are all examples of that. The watch parties, which like this last year were incredible. Um, but even something as kind of simple as a post game show that we started doing across every single beat. And look, a post game show is going to be something that like a, a lot of different media companies do over the next like several years. It's going to become a thing. I'm sure of it, but just how, where kind of just our post game show, particularly from a Nuggets beat, started and where it is right now. Like I remember driving to that office that we just showed there, you know, in like six inches of snow. I also in, have videos of those. <laughs> yeah, in in the middle of this in the middle of December on a Tuesday, to like do a post game show for that thirty people at a time would tune into on Periscope after like a Cavs game, and uh, to go from that to doing a post-game show after Game 7 when the Nuggets beat the Jazz or the Clippers where we've got, you know, like a 1,000 people on the Periscope or on YouTube watching at once. Game 7, I think we had like 4,000 people watching. Yeah, in, in a professional set with two or three producers uh, with like a crowd at the bar chanting Beat LA like during the post-game show. Just from where that started to where we are right now um, it is incredible. And I just think it's a credit to kind of us here never being afraid to experiment and kind of push the envelope on what sports and media coverage should look like in 2020. So that's what sticks out to me. I totally agree. Um, I can't find the video. I, I take it's fitting that I'm a video producer as I love to just constantly be capturing some of the moments that we've gone that have gone on here but I have a video of one of the post game shows it snowed so much and <laughs> none of us had um a cleaner <laughs> a scraper. And so we literally a scraper and so we literally went and got like paper towels <laughs> and we're Brendan is like trying to get all the snow off of his car like just such a mess and I, I think the 
Had the Nuggets lost that night, I think they might have. And we were all just like, ugh, sad and trying to clean the snow off our cars. But it definitely – and, I mean, that whole, like, post-game show started, uh, Harrison, even back when you would record videos um, with Christian, like, from the stadium and kind of, like, send them back and we'd try and post them as fast as possible. Just, like, mm -hmm. that type of post-game content. And, like, where that was, like, watching these old videos and where we are today is just absolutely insane. Yeah. It's like, like, we wanted to be doing that post-game show at the office in uh, November, but, like, we probably, like, didn't want to be there at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it was tough, man. Just, like, yeah. you know, Nuggets are on the road. We, we could just be watching this at home, but, you know, we got to schlep to this office. But I, I think we all knew that eventually yeah there it is <laughs> he's using a roll of paper towels how is that supposed to work exactly i don't know um but i think we all knew it could eventually get to something like this and that's kind of what kept us going i feel like that's just sort of the common thread through everything that we've ever done is that we we always used what we had with the idea that we would have more the next time we did it or that eventually we would get to a point where we would have more you know i mean we're you look at you look at where ali is right now you know in the bar and it's in the background and it's all dnvr stuff you can see behind her and like we've got you know we've got our draft show coming up on tuesday ps watch that please and <laughs> A lot of work going into it. Like, Definitely. it's just, it's it's stuff that, like, some of this we didn't even dream about. We didn't know that we could dream that big. And then and then it was like, well, why, why can't we try this? Why can't we do this? You know, and I think about, you know, you guys, I'm, I'm just going to take my turn now because I'm assuming it's mine. Yes, it is. But <laughs> honestly, like, there isn't really one memory that I have. It's... It's all the times that Jesse and I rolled out to some random bar and like set up shop in the corner of the bar where we had an outlet and recorded a podcast and answered questions from random people who were like, what you guys doing? And like, <laughs> what's a podcast? Yeah, exactly. Oh and God. like all the all the all the times that we we did things like that, you know, the 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 podcast that we had that those little the little mobile equipment and we set up shop at the top of Pepsi Center after Avs games at one o'clock in the morning, testing levels and like, okay, like trying to get the sound right. And then, you know, like Dater would bounce his leg on a cord or something. And so the entire time we didn't hear that there's like a little the entire <laughs> oh show. God. And there was nothing we could do about it. And like uh, and and like the battles with with audio quality and consistency and like trying to do it five days a week and having people people that could make that sacrifice that could be dedicated to doing this the way that we wanted to do it and like all the work all the you know four o'clock in the morning you're staying up trying to write stuff and then you've got to get up at 8 a.m to, to go to the rink or go to the the arena or whatever and just the quick turnarounds and, you know, and then when we started, when we started traveling, you know, the, the, the night that I slept on the, on the floor in Minneapolis, because I flew in the day of the game and I went to morning skate and covered the game. 
and then went to the bar across the street until they kicked me out and then went to the straight to the airport because I had a 5 a.m. flight. So it was like, why bother getting a hotel room? And so I took a two hour nap on the floor in the <laughs> Minneapolis airport, you know, like all of the it's it's all of the little things that the that that people don't ever see. Oh, yeah. you know, all of the all of the hard work, all the because like people are like, oh, my God, you guys have the coolest job. And like fact it's True. it's awesome yeah, straight up but it's like to get here it's just been oh yeah like even i remember the hotline like yeah. people calling in and leaving messages and people like, want the hotline back fyi nuggets nuggets our nuggets listeners want the hotline back oh my goodness. like i remember abs like the abs peeps blew that hotline Fuck. up like we always were pulling calls from that thing it was it, it was just so many things that we tried over the years that kind of crafted this, like what we are now and all of the, all of the sacrifices that I know all of us have made, you know, the, the hard work and the, the crazy hours. And there were some months where money was tight, you know, where it was a serious concern where it was like, I remember I told the story on the abs pod recently about getting pissed off when, when Walmart upped their prices of ramen by three cents, because I was like, hey, I can't have that. I need you guys <laughs> to bring that back. That's got to go back to 11 cents, please. And like, you know, like that's that's all stuff you're willing to do because you're chasing something bigger. And and then and then you just see it come to fruition. And like, it just feels like we're there now, yeah. you know, like every day I wake up and it's like, it's not that the drive is different. It's that I would say some of the desperation is gone because you're, you're not so desperate to survive anymore. Yeah. You're just now like I wake up now and I'm like, what do I want to read as a sports fan? What do I want to watch? What do I want to consume? What is as, as a, as a diehard hockey fan, what kind of content am I looking for? And that's the stuff that that's the stuff that I focus on producing. It's not the little stuff anymore. You know, it's not, every single little injury report it's 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 the stuff that i that's actually interesting that's actually rewarding that you subscribe to a site for and i just feel like it's just it's just a different world for us now and my my favorite moment is all of the frustrating times that built up to feeling like i do every day when i wake up now where i'm like I woke up today and I was telling my fiance, I was like, this is going to be an awesome day. We get to do our mock draft. We're going to do TDSP. This is going to be so much fun. We have all these things. Like I get to create the content that I'd love to create. And that's just such a rewarding feeling that, that we got to this point that I, and I get to share that passion with a bunch of people who care instead of being, instead of being like, Hey, I'm doing this awesome thing. Please come find me. Like that will always exist as a content creator. You're always going to feel that way. But it's also now like there's an established audience that shows up for you. And it feels like I want to create all of this awesome stuff for them. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. And, and, you know, as you're just talking there, I think, you know, uh, we always we're we're all about sports and we make all these sports metaphors. And to me, I think of like the team that you say, like, man, this team has had that same core in place for five years and they have the same coaching staff and they're running the same system and they just keep getting better every year. And like I, I as you're talking about that, I'm just thinking like, man, like 
we really have. We've had the same coaching staff and we've had, you know, mostly the same team. We just keep adding pieces through the draft and getting better and getting stronger. We don't uh, skip steps. Don't we, skip we, step. we, we really we didn't have we the option to skip any steps. Oh my god, there were some steps that we did a couple of different times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go back a step, forward a step. Yeah, oh my god. Number of times we would go back two steps and then be like, "Oh, this one again, eh?" Yeah, exactly. And and through all that, I mean, it just made it made us stronger as a team and as a company and you know, we just continue to be able to become more of ourselves and more of what we really set out to do in the first place, which was just deliver Denver sports fans what they deserve. Iron exactly. sharpens iron. Amen. Um, going back to some of the things that Harrison and AJ were talking about, we've always kind of had the idea of what we wanted to be and what we wanted to do and talking about the post game show, but not just that. Like I remember NFL draft. I'm going to bring Andre actually on for this. If he's ready, He's looking at an ID or a credit card right now. I texted him and <laughs> asked him to be ready. Bring him on so oh, everyone okay. else can see that. Yeah. Hey. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, Lindsay, we're on we're on TDSP right now. Uh, <laughs> That's like I, we weren't talking crap about people, you know. I literally <clears throat> asked, no "Are you ready?" How? And you said, also, "Yes." I joined Weezer. That was like that text was sent, <laughs> sent like five minutes ago, Allie. You know, I was sent like two <laughs> minutes. <laughs> what, what, whatever this look is that Andre has right now is an incredible look, dude. I'm, I'm technically he, not it's, even it's homeless insurance salesman. One hundred percent. Incredible look. Right, With the I have tie, to, like over here. Today I dressed the way. That I would be if BSN and now DNVR had it. I really oh would. Be. I would be homeless and probably selling insurance, one or the other, or maybe both. You know, it does sound like if you hate your life, you might as well also be homeless. I think. Okay. On, uh, All right, Andre, I brought you in because I was like trying to tie in a moment, and then you're just like a mess. So I'm going to go back to that. <laughs> I was saying that we've always known we wanted to create this type of content. The post game show is one of them, but I remember being in our old office and you guys, you and AJ being like, Hey, we want to go live during the NFL draft and like, just talk to the camera. And I was like, okay, um, I could use my phone. Um, I can try and prop it up with like a tripod and maybe some like and the table and and all these things and bring out the TV. And it was just such a we knew we wanted to provide that type of content for you guys, even if we didn't have the capabilities at that moment. We just did it to do it so you guys would be able to follow along and be with us and and be a part of this journey. And then we go to in the middle of a pandemic having to do the NFL draft this year over the same system that we're using today and that was whole like something completely different so much more advanced so much cleaner and now we're going to go into um the nba and the nhl draft here in studio and yeah. it's going to look even better like the the steps that we've taken it's just so cool to see and we've always wanted to provide that type of content like aj and uh, harrison were saying but just didn't have the capabilities and now that we're starting to get all of those capabilities like we just want to provide the absolute best for you guys this well, is like really... oh go the, ahead the draft stuff specifically like it just didn't used to exist like we didn't we didn't really it was like a thing that we would tackle at the very end yeah and then like i remember one off season it was like why don't we take this more seriously people love draft stuff <laughs> In the NFL, we need to ramp this up 
And then Andre and I just started doing a draft podcast across multiple sports. And it ended up being like, like now there's a draft show for the Broncos every week. You know, we've, we've just completed a, a week and a half where we just had a bunch of uh, draft experts from around the world all came onto the pod and talked about the NHL draft. And now we're having these huge draft shows. And it was like in 2016, it was like, there was like no draft coverage. Like we didn't even really talk about it. We didn't do mock drafts. There were no like player profiles. And like you guys, you guys did like a, a Broncos draft guide this last one. And like, I've already talked to Andre about how we're going to ramp up our draft stuff for next season. And if we get that going, that'll be really cool. And it's like, there's just, it's, it's just crazy to think that this was just a, a thing that didn't exist and now it's become like a huge part of our personality. I mean, we had a draft show for baseball. Baseball barely has a draft show for baseball's draft. <laughs> That's true. That's a real statement. And That's we had true. like 35 guests. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We may have had a little too many guests on the no one else had what had anything to do that night first of all. The... But yeah, it was pretty amazing how many people we were able to get to come and hang out with us and talk about the draft and, and even like going back to the like functionality of it people uh, as aj was saying they weren't entirely sure what we were doing because this isn't just something that like w- we were doing for the first time at dnvr it's something a baseball draft show like that has never been done mm-hmm. uh, by anybody else and and still hasn't by uh, you know as far as i can tell uh Aside from the actual draft broadcast on MLB Network, yeah, right. Who were who were forced into doing it this way, and and, you know, and and even you know, in in prior years, they don't televise most of the MLB draft, and you know, to see that not only did were we able to do it, but that there were so many people who hung out with us through a second day of coverage and however many hundreds of names we had to rattle off and talk about and sort of go through. And uh, th- that, that stuff was just so much fun. And uh, like AJ said, man, it just kind of inventing it almost out of thin air. It, that was, that was the scariest night of my existence in, <laughs> since becoming DNVR. Um, I just, especially when we first talked about it, I was like, I don't know if we can do this. Nobody cares about the baseball draft. It's really strange. It's different from everything else. And it was some of the most fun I've ever had at this company. Once we were really into it and going and bringing people in and out and uh, just talking baseball at a time where we weren't even sure we were going to get to have a baseball season and um, be in this huge celebration. It was so tying much. in something else. AJ said is the fact that we had so many viewers for that draft show um, for that MLB draft show, because now you guys just ride with us and you just want that type of coverage. And so it isn't us being like, Hey, come watch this. It's you guys being like, oh, like someone, uh, some people in the comments are talking about, like, I can't wait for the abs, uh, the NHL draft on Tuesday. Like, you guys just are ride or die with us, the listeners, the members, all of that. And so we're just so, so appreciative of all of you guys for doing that with us and going on this journey of when we were BSN and, and doing live uh, podcasts uh, from random restaurants all around Colorado. And, and uh, this whole journey has been, has been crazy. Um, someone said the tailgate is an awesome show, and I guess Simone was shooting a segment for Sunday. Very smart, Antonio. <laughs> you are correct. 
Could not be. <laughs> um, we've got Kenneth Booker in the comments saying, is Andre, is Andrew, hello, Andrew, um, <laughs> is Andre in a restaurant booth? Uh, yeah, yes. The DMVR bar, yep. He's downstairs. Um, but real quick, before we let some people go and bring in more people, um, I want to talk about my favorite memory. Um, and the first year we did a Friendsgiving at DNVR, it was so, so, so much fun. But not that many people showed up. It was kind of like, okay, let's like get some food. I think it was even tied in with a meeting. Like we were, we were also like hanging out, getting to know each other, even though we had worked together for so long, just getting the office and, and starting to like really get to know each other was still happening. Um, and so we had a meeting before and then we had friend, friends giving attached to it. And that was a lot of fun. Um, but then this past year, our friends giving was just, there's so many people, like, it's crazy that that's like our staff, with their significant others. And we were just having so, so much fun. Everyone was hanging out. We had so much good food. Oh, I'm just gotta, I gotta start planning friends giving for this year. Um, and I just, I love how we've been a family and the way we've grown into um just being so close and getting to know each other so well and being there through the hard times and and the good times and so i'm just so appreciative of you guys oh so that's my favorite memory um all right we've got just uh oh, first first i'm just gonna keep talking about memories Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four, even though the Broncos and the Jets already played yesterday. So it's already week four. Um, but there's no better place to get in on all of that action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to that excitement of week four, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, to now is the time. DraftKings is giving all new users a chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right. You can place $1 bet on any team. And if that team wins, then you get $100. I missed my bet last week. I told you guys a little bit about how I was going to start. I was going to start betting and I missed it because I was working. But now this week, on I've got Andre and Ryan in my corner, and we're gonna select a team so I can make a hundred bucks. Right? Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Do, do you want to just betting one dollar? By just betting one dollar. Do you guys have any tips uh, for the listeners? Is there a team you're thinking for me to put that one dollar on? Seahawks and Rams are the big favorites this week. They seem like the the healthy bets to take advantage of this phenomenal offer by our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Who's playing the Giants? Is that the Rams? Yeah, the Rams. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you basically are just fading. Who's the playing Giants. the Jets? Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, I will not be betting on uh, my birds. Nope, never. Not. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not risking yeah. it, even if it's a dollar. Um, okay, so there you go, guys. Rams, put that dollar. Get $100 if you're a new user. Download that top-rated sportsbook uh, app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't miss offer. Again, any team and, or, and bet $1 and you'll get $100. Um, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
All right. I need I need some volunteers to hop off and be backstage. Yeah, I got to go uh, get ready for our bets show here in a second. But uh, before we do that, I wanted to mention just one more thing that really meant a lot to me during this time. Um, when the pandemic started and, and sports were canceled and, you know, we're all just kind of looking around at each other like, what the hell are we going to do? Um, the support from the community honestly was like like it could bring a tear to my eye um it you know that was a really really scary time not just for us but for every business oh, everywhere no. and every family and every person everywhere um but like people were just coming out of the woodwork to say how much we mean to them to upgrade their their memberships to lifetime memberships um buying our merch telling us to drop merch so they can buy more because they already have all of it uh that was like one of the most validating experiences of like you know we we care about the community so much and we've always known that they cared about us as well but like seeing it come out at a time where everyone was uncertain about everything seeing people be like we want to make sure you guys are okay was uh just just an incredible feeling so uh i'll i'll, I'll bow out on that as much as i have enjoyed this circle jerk <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Bye, Ryan. You don't even get to say goodbye. Kicked out with that crudeness. Yeah, this is a family podcast. Um, all right. Let's I'm on pins and needles for this anecdote Harrison has for when. Oh, I, know, I, I probably I hyped it up too much. But... <laughs> I think you barely okay. mentioned it, but we're all ready for it now. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Let's bring in... Let's bring in Rudo first, and then and then we'll bring in. We've got uh, Henry and Justin in the uh, green room, back room. How would you say that? Green. Room. There we go. Lindsay likes the green room, so we're just gonna go with that. All right, Rudo. Oh, there is someone else drinking with me. Thank I'm drinking. As <laughs> my you very like professional it. performance might suggest. I, I was gonna say, when Dre looks like that, I think he is Andrew, not not Andre. <laughs> So he's actually Alberto. <laughs> Many alter egos these days. Um, all right, Andre, I want uh, to have you start. What is we didn't get to you um, when we brought you on? So, what is your favorite DNVR memory? Yeah, I mean, then, this past uh, year, you know, uh, AJ warmed my heart by waxing poetic about draft coverage for twenty minutes, and which, of course, is absolutely very near and dear to my heart um and you know at, at piggybacking off what rk said our community's been amazing but what we've been able to do um during these times i think has really been incredible not just hiring um more people as we were saying we're one of probably just two media companies um in the states at least who have been hiring and kept everyone on board by while everyone else was getting furloughed um or let go and what have you um but, you know, it was just everything we're talking about, about pushing the envelope in uncomfortable settings, we seem to pull out our best work. So when we were our backs were forced against the wall without any sports and without stuff to cover, I am so incredibly proud that we found ways to get around that. We kept up daily podcasts. We did stuff like the NVR watches. We planned out a draft show. We did all this stuff to keep ourselves motivated and engaged and creative and it really helped us accelerate, you know, these streaming podcasts. We, it started with this exact podcast. 
in studio in the old Lakewood office, but it was hard to get all the other podcasts streaming. And, you know, we have a certain standard. The pandemic forced us to adjust our standards and make it so that a lot of these shows are now being streamed regularly to where you could see a winner's lounge during this amazing Nuggets run um, every night and all this draft coverage. And, you know, you, you can stream a Rockies pod uh, just about every day when Drew used to do those on his own on like a Facebook Live, you know. Um, so, and, I, yeah. and I had to teach him how to days. activate Facebook Live on his phone. <laughs> on my phone. Oh, you'll be very proud of me. I have a grown-up phone now. Look at this. I no That's longer amazing. have that, that yeah. SE thing. The you one really that uh, Bud Black called that you out what? on? <laughs> Dick Monfort. Dick, Dick Monfort. Monfort. Oh, man. Oh, oh, Wow. Yes, I'm How so happy. Uh, that, that's hilarious. In fairness, Dick has the moolah to have maybe funded a new phone for you. I was say, you know. Gave you the assist. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. like, here's a new one. Yeah. That's funny. Um, all right, everyone. Yeah, I there was something that Dre just mentioned that, that reminded me of something that's actually really interesting. Patrick and Adam and I were talking about this the other day, which is that since we've become DNVR, uh, AJ and Rudo have covered more Avs games than I've covered Rockies games and our NBA guys win and, and Brendan a lot. They've covered more NBA games than I've, I've, I've had a, a total of 60 Rockies games and Crazy. about 10 months of off season. And now I'm going, I'm right back into it. <laughs> but Drew, at least you had all those off season signings to cover and keep you alive for, right. for so all those months. news pouring in. The right. baseball off season right. is also just by far the worst off season. And it's right. not even close. Uh, I, I don't know. You managed to have like news. three panic pods at least. <laughs> right at the end of the winter. Yeah. Maybe not the Rockies off season. Where everything was burning down and the star player was upset at everybody. Buddy. Those were oh, might have some more, <laughs> but, I, but I think to the point that Andre was making, it's like I, I could very easily have despair or felt like this is like, how is this the best time for me at this company? How do I feel like I'm doing <laughs> my right. best work right. that I've ever yeah. produced in my life, considering I've hardly had a team to cover when they did play, they were mostly terrible. And like we just all talked about this off season. You know, the last one was brutal. I think this one will be better, but what, whatever. It's just like, but we've we've had the draft coverage and the goatees and movie week. I became yeah. a hockey fan this year. I totally forgot about that. How about becoming a hockey fan? With that, uh, we have someone movie. in the comments saying, slam of rec for for the stars losing. We'll, we'll just do a quick <laughs> cheers for everyone who's drinking. <laughs> Rito, Andre, Rito Alberto, told, that includes you. Let's Rito go. being told to drink on command. <laughs> If I had one, I'd I'd slam it for you, but that's epic. Spinny Uh, Drew. Spinnies. Loves me the spinnies. A whole new love, a whole new passion has come into my life. And and all because of, you know, the work that we do here and the community. It just would not have happened. I would not be a hockey fan right now if not not just for AJ and Rudo and, and Evan and the incredible work that they do. And that's made it way easier to be like, anytime I've got a question, I can literally go to the experts and ask them. But the, the way the community has embraced me, the way the DNBR Avalanche community has just been like, we'll answer your questions. You don't have to bother AJ and Rudo unless it's the big stuff. Come to <laughs> us. We'll tell you which jerseys you need to get. We'll tell you the history that you need to know, who you need to hate on the other teams, which stats you need to ignore, all of the stuff. Teach you how to play NHL video games. 
literally our community taught me how to play NHL 20. And so it's just like uh, adding DNVR gaming. We haven't even touched yeah. on that. All the stuff just that like a generous term. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better uh, than I would have been without Victor. So thank you. Victor. But I do feel like, um, I feel like the hockey community gets this kind of like wrap of, and, and maybe it is like that elsewhere, but we just have an experience of like, if you're not one of us, like whatever, uh, is that true? Not friendly I've, to outsiders. Is yeah. AJ Rudo. Do you feel like that's true? Hockey fans are pretty notorious for their gatekeeping. So our community has, it hasn't been that way. I feel like, um, most of the DNVR staff like really hopped on and just wanted to keep watching the abs and are tweeting and getting these followers. People are so excited. We, we literally had to change our system at the bar, everyone about goal shots and touchdown shots and all that because we ran out of shot glasses and literally one of the bartenders uh, yesterday was like, yeah, we, we were, we can't serve that much alcohol to people. <laughs> Because we had multiple games where there was seven goal shots that we had. Oh, like Back-to-back Brazils in the playoffs. What a memory. Amazing. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, real quick, I want to get to some of the comments here. Uh, Kenneth Booker said, I love the relationship Harrison Wynn has with the Nuggets. They genuinely seem to like him. And a lot of teams don't seem to take their local news seriously. So, What's um, your secret? Yeah, he's a Peloton Prince. That's the secret. I mean, look at him. Like, do do they know. like me? I don't know. <laughs> this is a this is a bold take. Do they like me? Um, he also said you guys have the best merch for sure. Um, I have the Nathan McKinnon shirt that we have, and then we've also got Jamal and- Murray's certainly been annoyed with me at one point or another in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone gets annoyed with everyone, but um, we needed. Seven more Nuggets winners lounges. I love Drew and Patrick's positivity. Quarantine live NFL draft broadcast was awesome. Um, I watched Drew play so many video games while I was working during the shutdown. And then in the crease with Drew Creaseman needs to be a regular thing. Mm. Well, we'll have to bring it back, Drew. Yeah. I mean, that name is... Hard to give up on that. It's a missed opportunity, really. True. (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right, Rudo, what is your favorite DNVR memory? Oh, man. Coming from the guy who, like, his job is to take hockey games and turn it into 15-second moments, I have a bunch of, like, 15-second <laughs> moments that, that are amazing, um, ranging from the denim daddy himself. <laughs> um, that became such a thing and i just don't even know how you guys kept saying i don't even know what i don't even remember i think you guys just kept saying daddy and then no, i was you like, started no. it yeah because no you said idea. he had yeah you said oh, that he had dad energy and that got us going yeah, all all i said was dad energy that mm-hmm. matt calvert has a lot of dad energy and then you guys were like denim daddy <laughs> You find it's, yourself it's more finesse than that, but and, sure. And, and now there's people who have uh, Avs denim jackets, so you yep. know we really we really started something. Straight up, Free Skate Friday is an awesome show, but yeah, just going back through everything. And the best part about it to me is a lot of these things were total spur of the moment. Two of my favorite moments probably are one 
on the DNBA show, which I had no business being on in the first place, but everyone <laughs> showed up and decided to shotgun some beers. So there I was. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. Right, 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 right. That's why we pushed the envelope. So we could have 12 people on a Zoom call shotgunning beers talking okay, well, about the NBA. Well, Allie forgot I forgot you can have nine people yeah, on now. I forgot. Yeah. So I'm going to bring in um, Henry and Justin. I just thought it was uh, six people. So I was like, all right, who's going to go out? No limitations. Um, but the only thing with this many people on a show, please don't speak over each other, especially people listening on the podcast. It's it's a little rough. So I'm bringing in Henry and Justin, but don't wow. talk over each other. I'm All getting right, shotgun vibes right now. Shotgun vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. This is a flashback. <laughs> right I hadn't up. even considered that that would be one of my top moments, but getting on and shotgunning that beer and spraying like the vanilla Porter Jr. <laughs> everywhere was definitely right up there. Actually, my dad just told me last week that one of the Xbox controllers has a uh, vanilla Porter Jr. all over it from that. <laughs> Not surprised. Your computer was also ruined. Like you, you got your beer everywhere. That's the one that should have ruined my computer. It turns out it was last week's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rudo, Rudo, continue on with your 15 second memory. Yeah. That talking about. So, uh, probably my all-time favorite one, which was when I was still relatively new to the company. And I'd been doing the pod with AJ for a while at that point, but you guys finally had me come in and, and come on to the DNVR show, or the, the Denver Sports Podcast. Like, what, what's the name? <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember. Too many the Denver Sport. How many breaks have you had? Just the one. Denver Sports Podcast. <laughs> Yeah, the Denver Sports Podcast, when it was, you know, you'd done a few episodes, but it was still pretty early on uh, in its creation. And up to that point, having been new to the company, I had been introducing myself on the Avalanche Podcast as Nathan Rudolph, because that's who I am. And I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I'm doing this as my job now. I better be professional about this. And I come in and I sit down and you start the show and you guys end up finally introducing me and everyone just starts going, Rudo, Rudo, Rudo. And it's like... (laughs) Okay, I'm Rudo now. There's no going back. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'm Rudo now. I, Your experience at this company is more like, as much like a frat initiation as anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just fell into a kind of unique spot. In here. <laughs> I'll take it, man. Look, it's working out for everyone involved, I think. All right, before we get to Hank's favorite memory, Harrison, you got to tell us why you wanted to be on here while Harrison or uh, while Henry was on here. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know why, but this kind of just this memory jumped out to me. And Allie put up the picture from our uh, our friends, our most recent Friendsgiving, which was at Hank's apartment. This was not Hank's apartment. This was like the uh, the oh yes, like, don't say the, that. The, don't the, say the top that. floor that apartment. Yeah, people on the internet thought that was my real apartment for a bit. Let's not yeah. ruin it. But I, I actually had the privilege of going inside Hank's actual apartment. <laughs> and you know those me that meme that just resurfaced that's like guys live like this and think it's fine <laughs> with just the TV and the couch. Like I'm I'm in it to win it with DNVR because I want to see Hank prosper and I want to see Hank <laughs> make enough money at this company to get some damn furniture in his apartment. <laughs> because i will never forget when i walked into that thing and i was like wait you actually live here it's in it's in great shape now though i have i'm not sure here we can take a little tour of my room wow this is my nice desk here 
that is all new. I had actually wow. no furniture at that point, but at this point, it's actually like a oh, it's weird watching myself talk. Um, it's it's actually like a decent place. Um, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, Hank getting a bed frame was also my favorite moment. Um, wow. Not only getting a bed frame, but actually getting a mattress as he slept oh, on the ground for like three or four months. And then, oh no, then in, then had an air mattress, but said the air mattress wasn't as comfortable as the ground. And so then moved on to sleeping back on the ground. It wasn't well, the ground. It was, it was all of his clothes in yes. a pile on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a picky guy. Uh, so in my summer that I interned here, actually I lived like a block away from where I live now. It's like a 300 square foot apartment. They're like 330, I think. And mm -hmm. they use that space on two closets for some reason. But the power, <laughs> didn't work. the power didn't work at all. And so by the second half of the summer, I couldn't even keep my air mattress inflated. And so every night I wake up in the middle of the night to a half inflated air mattress because it just couldn't, it was, it was awful. It was a lot of fun, but that oh, part wow. in particular did kind of suck. No air conditioning, of course. I shouldn't have to say that, but yeah, it of was worse. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's All, right. All right, Henry, let's move on to your favorite memory here at DNVR this past year. There are so many. Like I, I thought back to like the very first couple of days of DNVR when Allie and Brendan were like hanging all the wallpaper. And in I was just taking, office. yeah, in the old office. And I got to take all of those time-lapse videos. And I remember just Allie being so mad that I took, I probably have like 15, 20 time-lapse videos of them hanging wallpaper in my phone. But I feel like I, a lot of my best memories are you just doing things that kind of make Allie mad. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Allie. <laughs> you were also recording like the opposite, like where we weren't even on camera. And then I'm you were also doing slow-mo. And I'm like, please just stop. Please stop I'm, I'm what you're doing. Writer. We're never going to use this. Just go go away. Oh Hank, we need to see the slow-mo video of Allie hanging wallpaper. <laughs> no! I don't think that's going to make the cut for the documentary. It might, but I don't know if it will. Yeah, I don't know. I, everything has been so much fun. Like, there's that. Like, everything I've done with, like, Mace and McChesney, who are people who, like, I knew before. Like, I remember, like, the first TDSP where I'm, like, hanging out talking football with those two and i i feel like i actually had a couple of good takes with those two saying like, that was just so much fun to be able to sit down and talk football with them and even recently like when uh ryan was out of town and i got to fill in on the broncos pod for a while um just having like a full hour to goof around and talk football with andrew mace was a pretty cool thing to get to do and i, I feel like throughout all of this that's how i felt i've had moments like that with everybody here um whether it's like right when the nuggets guys get here and it's like oh yeah this is actually like really cool or you know drew and aj like i slept on aj's floor for or, or a couch for a bit of floor for a minute for like a week after i moved down here it was i don't know it's just been such a roller coaster. i forgot about that also, I know, also, I about also that our place also yeah, our place and ryan had to teach you how to shave and he did a pretty poor job, if I'm being honest. I, I still love him. <laughs> yeah, you cut I just yourself, like, that... like, immediately. Hank is, like, yeah. DNVR's, like, child. child like, he was born. Child. Once D DNVR started, Hank was, like, pretty much born. Like, that was day, day one. Yeah, but I'm afraid we're all... Is... 
liable for Henry saying all this stuff on air, frankly. Yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, like it's crazy to think that I have been with like DMVR, BSM, whatever for three and a half years now. Like yeah. ever since I started like writing those little things. But I don't know. I think if I had to pick one, it'd probably be like one of those post game podcasts. Like it's getting to go out on the road and like fly out to Oregon and you can't fly to Eugene. And so you have to like take the train down to Eugene and then you get down there and all of a sudden it's the middle of the night. You have to check into some like crazy, small, awful hotel and the next morning wake up and then just getting to have a podcast where I get to spend an hour just like talking about the crazy things that are happening because of the fun things that I get to do. And then also like real analysis to make it worth listening to. But I don't know. <laughs> like, I just think back, back to like a part of my job where I talk about the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I, I think that all of those things have just been so much fun. Um, it's hard to pick one. Like, it's just been so much fun. And I've had a chance to build so many awesome relationships. Like, I was thinking about it yesterday. And really, I have like six friends, generously, who I don't work with. And I honestly just wouldn't have it any other way. Like, this has just been incredible. Oh. Aww. Aww. We love you, Hank. Based on where you live, what qualifies as an awful hotel? This is a spectacular apartment. Location over everything. Also, uh, hold on, hold on. Um, Andre is downstairs at the bar, and the bar just opened, which is why that was the terrible noise going on. (laughs) So we're only going to unmute you when you want to talk. Just kick him off. (laughs) (laughs) Dre, go to the second office. You need to get here for bets, Ryan. You know, you you, you had your moment on here. You had 40 you, minutes. Like, you guys can't do go. bets until we le- I leave from the spot. So <laughs> yeah, I realized. can take that. <laughs> Hurry up. We've got abs at 430. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> All right. Now I will leave. Justin, what is your favorite DNVR sports memory? Oh, man. It's so hard. I think I, think I probably would have to go back to the very first night where we found out that we were transitioning from BSN to DNVR Mm -hmm. just because Brandon gave that passionate speech. And it it was, you know, admittedly a little bit corny. Don't fire me, boss. Probably a little, (laughs) probably a little long too, if I I remember correctly. (laughs) But also it was just awesome because if you looked around the room, there was just this like genuine excitement. And you guys have been talking about, you know, this belief in ourselves the entire time. And, you know, he's, you know, talking about, you know, we're going to the top and all this. And I think, you know, everybody genuinely believed it. We're all kind of laughing, you know, and, oh, yeah, you know, Brandon just doing his thing. But all of us were like, you know, fuck, yeah, we are going to the top. (laughs) And so that was just, you know, an awesome moment. That's a good one. Yep. We that was at Blake Street Tavern. We had that meeting. And mm-hmm. it it was a little long, but it there's so much motivational <laughs> speak into it that it made it worth it. I think that's when we all kind of um, not DNVR Nuggets, but the rest of the group kind of got to meet um, Blaze and, and Eric, and just at least not meet, maybe not meet, but really get to know a little more. Um, which that was fun to just be able to have the whole family together. That was the first time I got to meet anyone not named AJ, basically. No. <laughs> you came to the DMVR bar crawl. That's true. That BSN bar crawl. That barely counts. Yeah, I didn't know who you were. I remember you're like, I work with AJ. And I'm like, oh, cool. All right, I got to go. 
The it best was, part is like I came into the guys. office the next Howie's day. like, move along, please, move along, move along. <laughs> I literally gotta go do a bunch of stuff. They're like, cool, nice to meet you. Bye. And then you came into the office the next day and you're like, hi, it's me again. I'm like, oh hi. Yeah. <laughs> uh that bar crawl was a lot of fun. And that and I mean you can listen to kind of like the stories of how DMVR came into place and, and the name and, and everything that we um, chose on when you at DNVR biz with Brandon Spano, the CEO, obviously he does a great job talking to a bunch of just talking business, but then also his first few podcasts were talking with um, a bunch of us on how the name came about, what the ideas. Um, I really loved AJ's episode, Lindsay's episode of where she talks about sales and just that kind of behind the scenes things. You guys see all of the broadcast journalism fun side but there's so much that goes behind that goes on behind this the business side that brandon does a really good job talking about um so i definitely recommend checking out his podcast and i think even on tdsp feed there was a few of like where why we're transitioning to dnvr what is the bar what is it going to be like and all of those things so if you want more details about that you can definitely um kind of go back into the feed and find those but it's it's been a crazy wild long journey i can't believe it's just been a a year especially because for a lot of us it's been more than that but like things finally started like rolling once once dnvr came into fruition and so just again thanks for riding with us it's been a blast anyone else have anything else to say because everyone still has other other responsibilities to do on this friday i could go, go on I'll just say, like, and we've kind of touched on this, but the only reason we're able to do this is because of our community. Like, I, I know it's cliche, yeah. but it, it is the only reason. And, you know, speaking as somebody who grew up in Colorado and, like, the greater Denver area, something that I missed, like, rooting for these teams growing up when I was in high school and college definitely was a community that you could bond with, that you could just feel like you were one with and that's like this state has had awesome journalism before but i don't know if it's had like that community that we're trying to build and um we always knew it was out there and that's another reason why i feel like we you know try to push the envelope and try to do like a five-hour baseball draft show because we know there people want that like we know people want to uh engage with that type of stuff so uh, we owe it all to our community. And like Ryan was saying earlier, how everybody picked us up during the pandemic is was definitely something I'll, I'll never forget. Totally agree. AJ, you said you you could. Go I'm, I'm, I, I would agree with Harrison. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Just that was a community <laughs> flex if there ever was one. Um, everybody kind of needed everybody. We were still doing pods every day uh, and, you know, I remember getting very, very drunk for game six of the 2001 Stanley Cup Finals uh, DNVR watches that we did. And that was quite the podcast. (laughs) I I did a lot of shouting on that podcast. The day we learned AJ spells God R-O-Y. That's right. (laughs) That's right. We had a bunch of people in the comments talking about how anything with AJ ranting is their favorite very favorite thing. Any AJ Agreed. rant is my highlight, particularly when he's proven to have been right the very next day. We had quite a few other comments like that as well. So yeah, Arizona game four was pretty vindicating. I, I try not to take like too many victory laps about saying things when I get them right, 
but that one felt pretty good. <laughs> oh, we've had so many, so many amazing times, and and there's only more to come, guys. We can't wait for this next year of DNVR. We've done so much in a year, and we're gonna do even more um, this next year. And we just are so appreciative of having you guys ride along with us. Before we head out, gotta tell you guys about Green Mountain Dental Group. Um, being the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like you all are. And so when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. Harrison, how much do you love your Sonicare toothbrush? <laughs> it's a game changer. Game it's a game changer. changer. Step into 2020. Just like Strava Craft Coffee, a little little side shout out, game changing coffee, game changing free Sonicare toothbrush um, when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. You guys support us so much another way and you ask how much we can, how, how can we support you even more? Going and supporting our sponsors is another great way um, to help us out. So don't forget to tweet at us if you go to Green Mountain Dental Group. They truly treat you like family um, and you guys are all of our family. So we... With that, we will end this episode of the Denver Sports Podcast. But thank you all for hanging out, for adding your your favorite memories in the comments. Oh, hold on. I wanted to do one more thing. I have to get to it, though. Oh, God. Um, no, it's nothing bad. Why do oh, you think it with these teasers? Yeah, man. I know. Why do you think it's something bad? Um, no, we just had um, two people leave five-star reviews on the podcast feed, so I want to say thank you to Alex, a bunch of sevens, um, Yeet Dad DD, and it says, um, like having beers and talking Denver sports, this is a great podcast. So, hell yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. And then we also had, I don't know how to say your username, I apologize. Great podcast with great hosts, love the mix of sports and opinions. Don't forget, if you like this podcast and you like us, go leave a five-star review so more people um, can find out about this podcast as well as the network. All right. I promise I am done now. Anyone <laughs> else have anything to say? No? Thanks, everybody. Y'all lucky you I don't have to talk about balls anymore. No, Bruno. <laughs> I miss it, quite frankly. I'm just a little bit too late. Love you all. Day. Have a great weekend. Drink some Breck Brews. Come hang out at the DMVR bar.